God, I just hope you know that I've been drinking this whole time, and like, yeah. I'm just getting more and more into it the later we go to, like, oh, yeah. now, this is the real start. This is the real start. <laughs> I've really just been prepping all of your shit content out of it. Uh, Why? We were getting into some really good stuff. It says Lawful Stupid is now live, so I have to assume at this oh, point. Oh, yes, we're live. Really no joke live Perfect. at this moment. There yeah. All right. Welcome to Lawful Stupid, episode 2, Legend of the Take 17. We got this thing working, I think. <laughs> That's it has been a long and arduous journey. Yeah, That's it's true. been 30 minutes worth of content. The yeah, there's the bugs. Before it even started. And now I can mm-hmm. see the comments that are mm-hmm. rolling in. Uh, okay, so the way this show is going to work is uh, I'm going to just a- ask questions and then natively the conversation will happen. We already kind of did a dry run, but we'll kind of go back through that to some degree. Um, it was a very flat was... run. Yeah. Very dry. Very, very dry. <laughs> yeah, very yeah dry that, was, that was very much a just-the-tip run of it. Slow crawl. More than a run. Um, yeah. So, I was <clears> mentioning <throat> that they are playing in this world that they've never played in. Uh, most of our D&D campaigns that we've ever played that are have not been podcast-related have been very much custom. I don't know that... I mean, we played from the book a few times. One of the books... Um, yeah, we played from... The vampire one? Uh, not really. We never got into that. It was the Horde of the Dragon Queen that we played yes. predominantly. Oh, we did mm. Curse of Strahd, too, because Devin posted it once. I was not involved in that. I was not oh. either. Uh, no, no, no. I ran, I ran that for some randos at home. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. we played Curse of Strahd because I remember going into the haunted place... I'm pretty sure Shane ran it for us. And... I started to... I, I ran one session of Curse of Strahd before I was like, fuck this book, and moved on. Sorry, yeah, you love that book. That. I didn't. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I, I wasn't super crazy. But anyways, it's a homebrew content. Uh, it, it's a world that I've built. And so the, the characters, the players, the guys have experienced a very, very, very small part of this world. Um, but So... We're going to go round robin style, and I'll start with Shane again on the time that we're actually live streaming and say, uh, what do you think about the world so far that you've seen, and, and how does it stack up against the character that you've built for it? So, uh, Christoph has predominantly spent his time in the uh, the very bustling city of Oxbane, um, and I think his biggest disappointment would probably have to be he's not seen a single ox ritually slaughtered um, to date. Um, and I thought there would be a lot more of that in a town called Oxbane. Um, so that's kind of just where he's at. That's his big letdown. Other than that, it's pretty cool. I mean, I'm, I'm loving the political intrigue. I'm liking uh, getting mixing it up with uh, some of the, the bigger names uh, in Oxbane. Um, but I expected more ox slaughter, frankly. So what I like, what I like what you said about that is um, I built this town fleshed it out. I, I remember messaging you guys late one night, saying, I built a ton of characters I'm pretty sure you're not going to use. You used the characters I was not expecting you to use, right? Like, I expected you to interact with some of the other ones, and Shane, or Kristoff, uh, is very much like, no, no, no. I have my own version of the newsroom going on, and it's this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm basically modern-day Don Quixote. Mm-hmm. So oh, does that mean we're... Atlas is your Pancho Vila? Uh, yes. Yep. And you're and you're my donkey. Shouldn't Atlas be the donkey though? Everyone's <laughs> my donkey. Mm, that's awkward. 
the this world podcast is better donkey. than we're making it seem. Well, it actually it actually is exactly this level. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. You're getting So, Rowan, what do you uh, Alex Rowan, what do you think about the world so far? Um, I mean, I think it's good. I don't have anything negative to say about it. I mean, I do really wish that we would go back to the match game format where you referred to us as the suitors, but as far as the world goes, I mean, Rowan Dig, it's just another it's another port for him. All right. Down uh, Atlas, how is it uh, being in Austin? I love this town. It's, 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 it's my roots. It's what I do. Um, I live here. I know all the places. I have the only forge in town. And so uh, I'm kidding. The dry run of this was Dwayne telling me how, in fact, I do not have the only forge in town. I have a forge in town. And to uh, be the fair, golden it's hammer. Yarks now. It is Yarks. Uh, I used to own it. That that's for it's like the guy uh, who sells out is like, no, I was the best. Yeah, but man, like you're retired. But I was the best. Nobody made a shovel like me. They still Nobody. don't. Nobody. Still don't. Well, the don't shovel to, game. That's all you make is their shovels. Everybody knows their. You got a you got a backlog. You have like what what shovel you know does like a 3d10 damage or whatever it was. <laughs> to be fair, that was that he the magical spell. Really, yeah. <laughs> it, have to be yours. It, it literally could have been a pile of feces, and it would have done the exact same amount of damage. <laughs> exactly. Any Not joking. They awesome. are uh, pretty closely related, apparently. Yeah, actually, I want you to use feces now and call your monkey <laughs> style for catapult. Nice. We'll talk about it. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but I, I love the town. It's it's where I've made well, I had made my living, and it's more so in the past. But now, I mean, just I'm happy making uh, making runs, delivering the things that Yarg makes, anyways. Nice. <clears throat> so one thing I want to ask you guys about, and cause, and Shane brings this to mind more than anybody else. One of the things we did when we were setting up this podcast, we've we've changed our intro and outro a little bit which is cool. It's it's very narratively different. It's a lot easier on me, and I think it's more podcasty the way we do it now. But one of the things I still do and plan to always do is after the guys play a session, uh, I'm going back in and adding in audio bits. No, uh, I'm things that they don't see, things that their players don't experience, something just a little bit for the audience to hear, possibly before everybody else, except for Shane, because he listens to it as soon as it's downloadable. Um, so... I'll ask you first, Shane. What was your first um, reaction to the audio bit that you that you got? And I think it's I think it's Gnome Gate, right? Like that. So we can we can also say like, sorry to cut you off. Um, if you haven't listened to all the eight episodes, there's going to be a little bit of spoiler in this. Um, so you pause here, go listen to eight hours worth of our voices. You will love every ounce of it, and then come back and resume. So go ahead, Shane. Uh so yeah, gnome gate I think is is what comes to everybody's mind when we think about uh, post session content that was added. Uh, so Kristoff, being just the uh, conniving, scheming uh, kind of whirlwind of, of political intrigue that he is, um, was going through and uh, setting up uh, setting up some dominoes. And then I'm thinking it, I did really good. I'm thinking everything's going great. And then I hear. The recording of the session of me speaking uh, to Justicar <laughs> Swan, Madman Swan, and uh, I, I feel like Dwayne hates it when I call him that because I made it up. Uh, but I'm listening to the recording, 
and there's just like this this subtle music comes in. He's like, and unbeknownst to Kristoff, there was a gnome listening around the corner and hurriedly returned to their master. And I'm like, my first reaction, like, it's it's late at night. I'm listening to this recording as it releases at midnight because that's the kind of person that I am. And I hear this and I go, no fucking perception check? Really, dog? Just a spy gets me? And, uh... That was, that was kind of, I loved it though. So like simultaneously being like distraught mm-hmm. and upset, almost feeling cheated, frankly, uh, from Gnome Gate. I I also was like, man, this is amazing because here I'm a part of this. I'm a part. I'm I'm a player in this session. Uh, I, uh, I I feel like I'm really a part of the story. And there's just stuff going on that I don't even know about until it, it's public. And I was like, that is actually pretty cool. Yeah, that's um, regardless good. of how uh, I've been slided. Okay, yeah. let's pause. Let's talk about that. Let's. You haven't been slided actually from a mechanical standpoint. So you only have to do a perception check when you're looking for something, right? Like otherwise, at any point in the time, I can take your passive perceptions against their stealth rolls. There was a chance that that person could have rolled a low stealth check, and you would have noticed her. I will. I will turn in my character sheet. If you can tell me what my per- passive perception is right now. Yours is probably thirteen or fourteen. Probably. You do not know. <laughs> I'll turn in my character sheet right now. <laughs> I'm. I know I'm right because it can't I'll be higher than based on the rest of your stats. Oh, it's much lower than that, Dwayne. But you didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, anyway. to be fair, I I super love that because it just it makes it feel like there's a world going on around us and kind of reminds us like. Absolutely. I mean, there's other stuff going on other than just what you're doing, and it has consequences. It's not so, like the, I take that. Uh, it keeps even us as players like wanting to listen to our own episodes. I'm just waiting to like find out find out what Dwayne has put in every episode. Mm-hmm. I love you, Dwayne. You're my favorite. You uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think there's a lot to say to that. And to talk about the living world, you're you're right. There's a lot of stuff that goes on uh, that I'm tracking. There's people you guys talk to and you don't interact in the ways I think you would, and that changes the flow of how you'll interact with them next time. You guys initially weren't going to be, uh, like, fuck, that was almost a spoiler. Some of the stuff that happened in the newest episodes were not necessarily going to happen, except for the actions you guys took. And that is that changed the story that I was building for you guys, which is very fun. Um, is it because we're so much nicer than you anticipated? No, it's because, like I said, you're a Shane's doing like political ploys, and you guys are sparing people versus murdering them, so people are talking to each other. And yeah, it was like, a big change. Yeah, I didn't know. I did not it's expect that. Not necessarily that. that you guys are nice to any individuals, but you're leaving people to, alive to talk, which is a route that you can take. It. You could have killed them, but that also, excuse me, would have changed the way the story works. Um, so it's very interesting uh, dealing with that. Um, so I, I really enjoy the little sound bits, putting them in there. Probably one of my favorite parts. I like the one that Alex had this last time. So I just put some clever in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. You're slower than your brain. Sonic vice versa. Sonic the Hedgehog. That's right. Yep. He's yeah. Something funny, man. I, uh, spoiler, I really just went to YouTube and typed in Sick Burn, and that was... That was like the top five <laughs> videos. It was Sonic nice. trash talking. <clears throat> nice. Uh, you know, copyright oh. be damned. Thought it was fucking hysterical. 
So. I think yeah. we covered under the parody act, fair you say? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, of course. For sure. Patriot Act, even. That's yeah. really there's an act. There's an act that makes everything we do okay. Yeah, exactly. It's the Lawful Stupid Act. It's yeah. a law. Lawful Stupid. Yeah, <laughs> law. Idiots. Devin, tell me about Atlas. And tell me, like, so I really want to know more about Atlas's relationship with his, with his papa because <laughs> oh, Henry, episode, cats in the cradle in the silver spoon, little boy blue, the man in the minutes to this hard switch to father, real quick, and I just where what I need to know more about that because it made mm. sense to me. Well. As you know, in the org culture, uh, oh, we like oh. to. I, I wanted I wanted my cohorts to understand that I had this familiarity with uh, with with Henry, so I knew him, and so uh, I, I wanted to ease them into me calling him him father and pops. You introduced us to him as your father. Mm. Yeah, yes, true. This is my father. <laughs> this is my father Henry. Henry. It was calling Henry. Go on. Yeah, as, no, as a I'm fantasy a anthropologist, amateur, of course, <laughs> I'm very interested in this uh, orc dynamic. And as a fa- fa- as a fantasy sociologist, I as well. And as a fantasy archaeologist, we're going to have to dig deeper on this and, and hopefully Ooh. find the answers. Well done. Um, I think what you are really referring to is that in uh, orc culture, Paleo. you... You you re- you uh, respect uh, warriors and uh, martial prowess, no, no, and no. it wasn't until after you saw Henry smash <laughs> open Bro's <laughs> head oh with a hammer. So that's, that's my that's my dad. That's my dad. Yeah, that's immediately was the switch. Like that's my papa. That's my papa right there. I was all like, real good. Wow. <laughs> wow. Nice. Yeah. Wow. So uh, I love him. I love love he and Teresa, my mother. I feel like. Like Matt, you've said that. Like every time I say her name, I go Teresa, my mother. Like as if to remind everyone, like they don't remember. Oh, yeah. Henry, my father. <clears throat> I, I just, I genuinely enjoyed um, how you guys came together and Atlas's like want and need for adventure versus Rowan's like, I'm here. Like whatever. <laughs> Now, there's there's more to that than you think. No, there hasn't been though. That's that's that, I think. And I, think I sense Atlas it. Would agree with I, Christoph senses it underneath the surface. But like, he really hasn't shown any. So Atlas is very much like adventure. I want to fight. Let's be friends. Christoph is like, I want to be important. Everybody talk to me. Let's let's get my station up. And I feel then... like that's not. So I will take this moment on the record. To discuss the motive, because that is what I get a lot from Dwayne. Is he thinks that like, oh, Christoph wants to rise in station. He wants to, you know, be this important political figure. That's could not be further from the truth. Like I won't get into his true uh, motives, his true ambitions, but just believers out there, true believers know <laughs> that that is not what he's about at all. Um, and I, and Atlas... if you go to the message boards, you'll see people out there agree with me. They they know it. <laughs> Could you yeah. put a link? Could you put a link in for those message boards? Yeah, seven different accounts posting in a Reddit. It's not even. It's not even seven different accounts. It's the same account. It's actually. It's actually Shindo at gmail dot com and Uncle Shane Saw at gmail dot com conversing back and, forth. back and forth. Yeah, nice. <clears throat> yeah, it's on message board. It's just me talking basement late at night, mm-hmm. and I don't have a basement. 
that's awkward. Yeah. All that, that tracks. That tracks. <laughs> so. So that that actually speaks more to it, just very much like they have zero idea what I'm doing. I have zero idea what they're doing with their characters. Um, it's true. Motive, I guess, at them. Uh, I can only I can only guess based on how your characters are acting, what they're doing in these towns, and I mean what Kristoff is doing is he's either building up his own brand or he's destroying something else for a whole another reason, and it is what it is, right? Uh, but Rowan, like you. I really haven't seen much out of him other than like this wisecracking bard. So this is what Kristoff sees. Just and this is because this is just in-game interaction. Alex has not told me anything about his character. I see Rowan as um, he's just like chasing his bliss, you know, like he's doing his own thing. <laughs> no, he's doing his own thing for the sake of doing his own thing, right? So like he knows that he's he's like his heart speaks true. And it just tells him what to do. And sometimes it's it's like stealing from a church lady. And sometimes it's like helping a, a, a boy save his, his mother. Sometimes it's like it's just whatever his heart tells him in the moment is the right thing to do. He just sees where that, that goes. And he knows going in like maybe it could be a bad result. Maybe it could be a good result. But he just knows that it's where he's supposed to be. That's what I sense as Kristoff should know. Like, I don't want to spoil a lot, but I will say that helping someone save their mother garners way more than 20 gold can buy. I see that, that, that adds depth, right? Just without even talking about your backstory, that adds depth. Because I mm-hmm. just don't get that from Rowan. Like, you're, to me, you're showing a very light amount of character, which that in itself <clears> speaks <throat> volumes. Like Devin said, you're the most in, 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 enigmatic. The most, thank you. You're the most mysterious yeah. of the group. Well, like, if, I see you as if, like... Like Bono in a leather jacket with like a guitar, oh, like don't just say that's Bono. I'm just like Ugh. well, that's just like the the the, lady, the ladies go for you you put in your own rock or whoever you just who's like, the lead me, singer of like, the Cure, <laughs> Robert Smith, yeah, yeah Robert whoever, Smith. Whoever so I'm just I, I just see you as like this cool guy who like I get to hang out with who also is going to help me like go on adventures and you guys. So if you hadn't got it, House is like a super simple dude. He just wants to smash things and go on this adventure for whatever reason, uh, which we will get into more as we uh, like hopefully carry on through these stories, and you'll you'll get to pull a little bit more out of that from maybe the, the school years uh, and, and why I want adventure so bad. Like why does he want, why does he want to do this? Why does he just go by himself anyways if he wanted adventure? Yeah, see that's kind of my thing. It's like I'll give up story tidbits when they become relevant like i just don't want to throw it out there to throw it out there like i want it to kind of be cohesive with it so i want the world to know you can read my vlog yeah i think we all agree with that we're just trying to uh you know exposition a little bit about what we've got going on um speaking of that i want to ask uh the thoughts around uh fendel i love fendel's great yeah he's great okay wait personally or is like characteristic or like I mean, a little bit of everything. He is Devin. I'm just, I'm just curious, um, just because you've all interacted with him in different <laughs> ways entirely, and so that's, I'm very curious about that, especially when you take the loot and do uh, concession. Uh, nope. Can't use words today. The loot okay. consideration. I mean, Scott, you look like you've got something to say on Fendel. <laughs> I, I don't like Fendel. I love him and I hate him. It's just, it's such a, like... I just I want there to be more right like I want 
want like I, I, for, I I'm pretty sure this has been released, so I'm going to talk about it. And if it hasn't, I apologize. Um, I, I went into like this whole thing where I thought Lady Trestle was uh, poisoning his food because she was mm-hmm. sneaking into his tower. I thought she was befuddling his mind. Um, and he's like, "Nope, I make ham biscuits." <laughs> I was just like, "Yeah, yeah but that doesn't not... that doesn't mean that there's not other ways she's doing it." Yeah, I mean you're right. I don't know, and that's yeah. I think maybe that's part of why I, I don't jive super well. But um, uh, yeah, I, I would say that on a, on a personal Kristoff level. That uh, Findle's probably not his favorite character in Oxbane. But from like a Scott Shane level, it's like, how can you hate him? Yeah. He's just so good and fun. Well, and for most of you who don't know, <clears throat> Dwayne, is, I think you told us you kind of built this character. So we, we've been playing together for a long time, and there's just this reoccurring character that shows up. And Dwayne, you can talk about more, but the Grand Magus. And he's like a staple. And all we do, and he's you know he's the, he's the apex of, of of grandness for us. And anytime we hear his name or there's a hint of him in any of the the campaigns we run, we just I go crazy. First of all, but he didn't want to, Dwayne said he didn't like want necessarily like Grand Magus himself to be in this, but maybe like there's a character we love just as much because he's just. But this this guy is much more quirky uh, than what Grand yeah. Magus was. Grand Magus was like a regal, you know, matter of fact, uh, just power held power you just sense that he attained godhood in the west marches campaign he, yeah but yeah. like th- this guy i picture is like he's like a i don't know like a junk rat from overwatch like i picture uh, miracle Jekyll max High. yeah yes yes very much so right like hot pot storm in the castle that's <laughs> yeah that's so funny. i don't know it's, it's very funny to hear your interpretations of the characters uh well, so you are, goal, i mean Go ahead. You just get like there's like this, for me anyway. Maybe I uh, I obviously uh, I, I read too much into things. That's uh, a thing that I do. Um, but I I feel like there's like he's this way for a reason. Like was he exposed to something or is he being tampered with? Like there's you don't just get this particular level of cuckoo crazy pants without some external force. And I just mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. And and because I don't know what it is, I don't know if I can trust him. Yeah, just like, honestly, I feel like it has something to do with the artifacts, just because there is a certain level of lucidity <laughs> yes. whenever they're brought up or in vicinity. I don't know. Just spitballing some, like, because I don't know anything either. Yeah, but... he could be like a moth priest from the Elder Scrolls series, where like, mm. like his his interaction with these these larger than life objects has, has warped him. But yeah, so I feel like there's more, man. And I feel like he might be like, I don't know, Rowan's dad. I feel like he might. I feel like he might be. I feel like be, because Dwayne knows how much I hate time travel. Maybe he's Atlas from the future. I don't know. Oh gosh, I wish. <laughs> yeah, I you really, like. The, go ahead. No, sorry. Poly, polymorph gone wrong. You're not a white orc anymore. <laughs> fucking Findle the Mad. I really was expecting um, Shane to lose his cookies a little bit uh, when you guys like begin to learn. Uh, the, the flashbacks and the, uh, the 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 future telling that you're seeing um, because like I know in Shane's mind he's like don't fucking time travel don't fucking time travel <laughs> even though we're like seeing different times in the podcast uh, Shane I, I could tell you without a shadow of a doubt there is always a possibility of time travel but there's always an equal possibility of zero time travel too though so like 
anything can happen. As so you're really I'm telling saying. me nothing. Is essentially I, what you're I, saying. That is literally yes. what I've done for eight episodes. And yeah, I'm it's not time hear. travel, but it's not not, not time, time travel. travel. <laughs> so proph- prophecies tell the line for me. I'm okay with prophecies. Um, I'm really uh, I don't like the the retcon of events that can happen with time travels. What bums me out the most. That's why I don't allow it in my campaigns. Um, but as as far as just like this will happen in the future and you have a possibility to change it with your actions, but that's that's that tells the line with me. That's fine. You know, the, the plan really is to get like 400 episodes in, and then we'll do exactly Gosh. what Warcraft does. We'll go we'll go back and we'll change something, and then we'll play it all again. <laughs> oh, changes. splintered reality. One thousand percent. When you told us which artifact we would choose was going to have an effect on the path the story goes. I'm like, oh, we get to the end, Chrono Trigger style, realize that, the, that, that we couldn't save the world. We go back to that fateful day. We choose a different artifact and take the next path, starting again at level two or whatever we were. Oh, we go no. That would be I th- awful. 100% thought that's where the campaign was going. And still do, a little bit. Yeah, I was gonna say, we still have the option. Like, what are you talking it's about? It's not over. It's not over. It's just yeah. begun. Fuck it, get the hammer. God, I guess goes. we'll get the hammer this time. <clears throat> I'll stop and come back and get the book. Maybe we can fucking focus up and go on three and get all three. <laughs> focus up. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm really enjoying the way your characters interact with each other as well because we saw that in the last episode at the very end, which I was very proud of Devin for like playing true to his character um, when it came to like being like, no, you can't kill the gnome. Like, then there was a moral quandary where he went from, okay, but, like, just let me leave. Like, it yeah. was, don't kill him. Yeah. Actually, I just don't want to be in the room. Can I come back tomorrow and do it while you're Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's fine with me. Let's just go. All right. Yeah, that's a weird line to draw. <laughs> but well, I don't actually think you're going to come back and do it. Were those are direct quotes. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> Shane has Did a problem. You, like, actually listen to all the episodes, like make notes for this. Of course uh, yeah. he did. Called fucking A plus content. Look he, does. he does. He listens to every episode. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Shane and I are the only people who listen to the episodes. A second. Yeah. No. No. That's why we have. No, I listen to it. Yep. Yeah, we are the four people who listen to our podcast. We've confirmed that. <laughs> Boom. That's where we get our 311 downloads. Thank you, everyone who's listened. By the way, if you haven't, please, sir. Please. <laughs> And you'll get more. Yeah, what do you mean 300 downloads? We're obviously at 311. Oh, we're, we're, we're at 15 billion. million downloads. We're at 40 bajillion. All have uh, paid for all of the bandwidth. Uh, Adidas actually um, has sponsored both me and those sick new Dragon Ball Z shoes. Look those up. Yeah. But uh, Monster has not, and they will not. Okay, so let's address the elephant in the room, right? So I sent an email to Monster Energy Company because working late one night, uh, I was enjoying a Monster Energy drink, and they come in uh, Muscle Monster. I'm not sure if you're familiar. They're protein drinks with energy in it. Uh, Mm -hmm. They come in three flavors. They come in chocolate, vanilla, and mocha. And I realized what an opportunity wasted for them to not create a cookies and cream monster that could be literally called a cookie monster. Um, so not wanting anything in return, maybe trying to work a sponsorship deal for Lawful Stupid, but not really requesting anything or any money. I sent the Monster Energy marketing team an email stating, hey, what I just said 
you're welcome. That's on the Freeskies. And they sent me back a strongly worded email, like, sending us unsolicited marketing requests against our <laughs> user policy. You have violated that. You get nothing, sir. Nothing. The reason why we do this is because if we come up with an idea independently, there's something that you sent us. You can't come and get us later. Like, oh, I came up with the Cookie Monster. And I'm like, it was on the Freeskies, dog. I'm just <laughs> yeah. trying to be a bro. Like, just throw us, like, 50 cents for each episode we, we put so anyway, out. Now I don't. I'm boycotting Monster Energy. This is my point. As he drinks a monster. <laughs> oh no! That, that's the what a sham. You know what is going to be really funny is when they come out with the Cookie Monster and Shane like sends him another email. It's like, dude, I told you. And they're like, look, you violated terms of agreement. Like we just that's what we wanted to say to you, so you don't get any credit because you violated. I don't want it. It was on the. I just think it's the thing that should exist, and they're missing an opportunity. Yeah, he's doing I, it for I also, the betterment of the world, not for money. I also money. called Hot Topic and told them to put all their zombie-related uh, paraphernalia in one area and label it Zombiance. Mm. They didn't run with that one. <laughs> they didn't run with that one. Yeah, I, actually, I also got in touch with Uber and tried to convince them that it would be a really good idea for them to have like a wake-up call service. Oh, that's for, awesome. Yeah, like they would come and wake you up, be like, oh, hey, man, you got a meeting? Time to go. Like, yeah, like I'm gonna wake your ass up and then I'll drive you to that meeting. But like, get some coffee a... there. Yeah. Oh. I haven't yeah. heard anything back, so that means that they're probably taking that idea, and you guys can like benefit from that. But you know, that's funny you talk about Uber. I uh, posted on Facebook today about Uber needing a four by four service, like just a four by four. You just select. I saw that. that. Oh yeah. It's like snowing real hard. I want to hit the <laughs> hit the button. Get the guy with the Jeep. He's like, hey, boy, I got this Jeep. It's not useful year-round, but today's the day. You want to pay my fare? <laughs> like, it's The rates have shot up to $48 a mile. Yeah, uh, say hello to Dakota and Dominic for watching us right now, and uh, Janelle Wallet was yeah. on earlier, so thanks for viewing us, my wife and friend of mine. <laughs> it's about time. Are those like the two people watching? From Mrs. Davenport. <laughs> On a real level, and so thank to be you. fair, the pretty superficial level. She's like, shh, shh, don't break my dreams. These are my playing words with friends right now and having this run in the back in the background. She she listens to every episode like three or four times. Really? No, she not at all. No, she can the hear them in the other room when she banishes she's, Devin to listen to him in his nerd corner. And it downloads, but that's because Devin opened up her phone and subscribed her, and like that's the extent. <laughs> But hey, she's super supportive, so she takes care of kids for me on Thursday nights, like, when they're, like, crying, or, or like, after we put them down to bed, she makes sure, like, Devin gets his, Devin gets his D&D time, so my wife is super great, and all of your wives are, actually, and fiancés, because they, they allot us this time, once a week, to get together and bro it out. Let's just take one moment to say mm-hmm. a prayer to whatever deity you believe in, or Dwayne, you can pray to science. And let's take a moment to appreciate the fact that we are four gentlemen, handsome though we may be, that do in fact uh, host uh, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast in the year 2018, and we all have a woman in our lives who's willing to know us. And that is the extent. Know us. Look, look, to be fair, times are changing. And thank God LARPing exists, because as long as it exists, D&D isn't the nerdiest thing you can do. That's true. <laughs> I, I still think, uh, what you call it, um, Settlers of Catan. What? Yeah. I stand That's by fair. that. 
If you yeah. play Souls of Catan, take it from me, Dungeons and Dragons man, who spent probably about a thousand dollars this month on D and D paraphernalia. Uh, you're a fucking nerd. Uh, Dominic says I watch my kid while my wife plays D and D every week, which is awesome of you. It is super, super. Yeah. Silly. You know, I counter Settlers Catan with, or Catan, or however you want to say that, with RuneScape. If you play oh, RuneScape in this day In the age, year 2018. Yeah, there are so many better games. My brother-in-law. I'm looking play. at you, Trey Martin. <laughs> First of all, Trey Martin is dead. Oh, if there was a god in heaven, From Trey playing Martin RuneScape, is dead. Everyone be aware. It's... He died of exhaustion. That's true. He was like, just got to get to level 100 mining. <sighs> but thank God that Trey Martin did have an obsession with RuneScape. All right. Here's, so this is why I told you we need. <laughs> no. Bring it back. Yeah, that's I true. love this stuff. We, we hmm? should bring it back. We should really bring it back. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Stupid content. Uh, I mean, that so cookie yes. monster. In that, in that. So one thing that we're doing, and we've only done twice now, is people who tweet at us or tag us in Instagram or on Facebook, whatever, you can ask to be in the show. And in that point, we've already had two people who did fan art for us go into the show. And those two people are... Turinga Tunes and Punch Chinsky. Mm-hmm. Turinga, if you're listening, you're my boy, Blue. Punchy, you too, my dude. Um, I've got different... no art. Trinca, you know, and, and, and for the for not being able to keep your gender, your character's gender, rather, under control. Well, you know, at least you're not assuming. Yeah, that to hasn't be fair, been released, though. I don't think Taringa can keep oh, his own, their own gender under control. actually. No. We, I've went through that twice now. It's been pretty much every episode. It's just a fucking gender-fluid Taringa, the guardsman <laughs> person. <laughs> That's true. The, Taringa, you know the guards person. It's 2018. We're dealing with a broad spectrum right now. A spectrum of broads? <laughs> I do not walk, support walk, that. Walk, walk. Oh, stand by do not support that. He does not support being <laughs> equal and everyone being happy. That's what I just no. said. <laughs> Fake news. Um, hey, Fake so news. Let's, I guess if we're on this, we might as well talk about um, the, the, the dice giveaway. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. surprised one million people haven't simply tagged a friend like the I'm coast. giving away these dice. Look at that. No, Dwight, Shane, put your stupid dice down. Uh, you can have them if you do a thing. Look at those things. Look at those nice dice that he has in his hand. You can't oh, accept. I want them so bad. I know. Dominic. This is my personal set because I made me a set alongside. I already have them packaged up ready to go inside their own little bag. Look at that. So, oh, Dominic, so you're watching this. Dominic, you're watching this right now. Um, you haven't done this. I, you're not on my list of people who is currently in the in the winnings for dice so you need to go right now and tag a friend in one of our dice posts like the post and then share your own yeah there's so many of them. Just, we only have five so five sets yeah so but you have to do all three things and so i can't believe that more people haven't done that it's like it's mind it's mind-boggling to me yeah i created yeah. A, a fake ig account and i've done all those things and i'm in the running <laughs> me too. i created a fake one i use uncle shane's gosh we can't win. Sorry, boys. We out. I'm going to make, out. like... There's so many steps, he says. I have the dice to make more, so you guys get your own. <laughs> yeah, no. Actually, my wife is working on that. I'm producing them for her Etsy page. 
Oh, is she? Does she have like a resource for these? Because these are like the. Yeah, they're the crux. I had I had to dig deep into the deep web. Mm. He went into the black web. He opened up a Tor browser. Uh, went past the terrorist section. Mm-hmm. It was like terrorist viruses, kitty porn, uh, actual snuff films, cheap ass dice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> that's the it's level there. of depth of the internet. Hmm. That's very intense. I know we probably got the same dealer because I had to do the same thing. Like they're not it's easy actually, to come it's by. It's actually Trey Martin's ghost. <laughs> yeah, who would have thunk it? Trey Martin. Who knew that this was the culmination of his life? Yeah, Trey, it's fuck it. Trey Martin sucks. Damn. Trey, you don't suck. He's dead. He does. He's not watching. You're mistaken. He doesn't listen to our show. Yeah, he does. It's fine. I I rescind my previous statement. Yeah, he sucks. (laughs) That guy. Like, I'm pretty sure he still plays fucking Halo 2 and... (laughs) He plays them simultaneously. He's going to running RuneScape bots while he's playing Halo 2 and blasting his uh, hip-hop music into the microphone. Yeah, which is definitely three six mafia, <clears throat> and um, I'm thankful that he did because his girlfriend was left unattended. Okay, cool. So this has been a great forty minutes of mostly rambling about the podcast. Some eh, rambling. Mostly, about. if you you could stop that at rambling, and it would be a true statement. Yeah, Bo, like Bo Butler. <laughs> Bo Butler's watching. Thanks for watching, Bo. I miss Bo. you. Bo. I miss you so much, dog. Tell uh, Susie I said hello. Nope, nope. Don't know him. You, you have no idea. I don't... But thank you. I mean, we had, like, what, three questions about the podcast? The rest is just... I feel like... You know what? Fair enough questions. I feel like this was... All, oh, fuck you, bro. <laughs> oh, the heat is on. Anyway... You know what? You got more questions? Hit us with them. We'll do, like, fucking... Yeah, lightning I got... Round. I got an, yeah, yeah do lightning round. Do lightning yeah, round. Yeah, let's do lightning round. No, fucking... super not. I'm actually Please. shutting down the show. No, what? no, 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 don't. I'm what, what do you want me to do? Like, I, there's... Lightning round. I want to do lightning a lightning round. round. Okay. Tell me more about your backstory. Like, that's the problem with this <laughs> format, is you... you <clears> I don't want you to give up too much about your characters, nor do I want to needlessly ask you about the world that you've been in over and over and over again. Like, I was like, dude, like, what's what's your what's your what's your favorite kill? Who's your favorite enemy? Who's the Devin? favorite person? Yeah, you go ahead. You've got questions. Why don't you ask? Them? Oh yeah, I'll I'm not. Questions. I'm not the DM. Oh, You're the boss. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, I can come up with questions? No. Okay, come guys. On. Which, guys. It's too easy. Well, what's this? It's Craig. Hey, what's, what's your favorite color? It's Craig. What's your what's your character's favorite color? What? That's not. Uh, no. That's silver. That's, that's lightning round. Oh yeah. Red. <laughs> yeah, silver. Christoph's silver. Yeah. Mine is blue. And sky sky blue. Oh, red, silver, and blue thought. go together really well. Yeah. Hmm. Super interesting. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, no, I don't, I don't have it. That was it. a short lightning round. Yeah, I don't have it. I'm <laughs> it was so fast, down. that's the point. This, is, this, is, this has been one the last episode. And God knows if we'll do another one of these with this format. Because oh, we I, super should. I think we should make these like four hours long and we just get to the real nitty gritty of like life. So I, I do have a question. Dwayne, are there any decisions that we've made or choices our characters have acted upon that just threw you like you did not anticipate? Yeah, that's a good one. That is a good question. You're right. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> so, I, like I said, I, I genuinely didn't expect Kristoff to go around town and start setting up this uh, web of lies. Uh, which is very interesting because I... All truth. Been... What? All truth, no lies. 
Sure. Um, so I didn't expect him to go around doing this, and so I had to immediately uh, deal with that. Because it, honestly, I, again, I set up this town and all these other things, and Shane's just like, hey, look, I'm going to go fuck with the leadership of the town, which was very... And I even, like, gave you string... I, no, I didn't... Oh, man. I didn't expect you to even talk to Lady Trestle in the bar. Like, she was just there as a set piece. Like, part mm-hmm. of it is, like, characters just are places when you go there. And I don't anticipate you to be there, but she frequents that bar and so she was there like so no i I didn't even expect you to have that i gave you uh, a choice for how to handle like findle and you didn't take that either so i wasn't like it's very interesting the things you're doing i though i do love uh and it made me giggle the interaction with the barkeep at the oh the big dude no, the Goliath? CD barkeep. No, 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 the CD barkeep. Um, oh, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, golden, it's frantically. golden something. The golden, the golden something. buckle is the name of yeah. the establishment. <laughs> yeah. And the gentleman's name is... Mr. Eckenbar. Yes, Eckenbar is correct. Yeah. So I, I loved the, the interaction between uh, that where you kept like saying you wanted to speak to him and it ended up being him um, just because... That's how that ended up going, which I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, I didn't anticipate you to do any of that. Uh, but that's great. I also didn't anticipate Rowan's character to steal from a priest. <clears throat> Shit happens. No, I, I'm very aware of that. Um, but yeah, those two things to me for a loop. Alice's character so far has been pretty, like... Pretty predictable. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty simple. What we got going on? To be fair, I never said I wanted to steal from a priest. I just rolled really bad. What? Oh, yeah, it was just out of a woman's pocket, and it happened to be... That's true, yeah. Yeah. He didn't know it was a priest going in. Oh, that's true, that's true, that's true. Yeah, it was just crazy random happenstance that happened to be a priest, and the high priest at that. She was very aware. Of the lead church, which is... I still don't know why that church doesn't want Superman to see inside. Yeah. What is going on? Why don't they want me to know what's going on in there? You know what? Question for the DM. What designates a persuasion role versus a deception role? Because I have lied every single time, and you're like, mm, persuasion. It's it's true, and the correct answer is how much the DM has been drinking. Oh, that's a helpful prediction, <laughs> uh, too. The part of that is, um, for me, when I'm making the call in the moment whether I know that you know you're lying because some of the shit that you say I don't I don't know everything about your character either um, that's true so to me sometimes you're just being persuasive versus telling a lie like when you guys are straight up lying about facts it's deception when you're persuading somebody you're lying about your backstory I don't necessarily know about it that's fair I just make a bad call it's really the way you phrase it, Alex. So, like, there are plenty of times where I've taken something that could be a deception and worded it in character, and then I'll word it in character so it's more of a persuasive act, and then say it out loud, and I'd like to roll persuasion against that. And sometimes Dwayne goes, actually, no, this deception, roll that. Uh, or he says, uh, no, go ahead. And it's just... That makes sense. That makes sense. Shane pulls up his notes. He goes, yeah, in episode three at uh, 47 minutes and 52 seconds. First of said, all, I don't need notes. It's all up here. <laughs> it's all Second of all. Nerd. 
I love it. I love you. And to show you, look. I don't. I don't know how to do that. Boop. Button on the right hand side. Look, I also have the ability to press the heart button. Oh wait, there's a there's a smiley face. If I click that. There's all types of options. Yeah, and there's hearts. We just now have the rest of this conversation. The last episode. With the interactions of the door and the gnome and yes. that's so funny. What Best ending of the podcast, twenty eighteen. Yeah, I still think that we should have taken the door. Explain to her, I love the idea of you a gnome in one hand and a talking door in the other showing up to this town. I'm here to see the match, sir. <laughs> Could you just like <laughs> what do you do with those characters? Like, what the fuck are you doing bringing me talking doors and gnomes? Like, you're welcome, is what I'd say. No, well, Dwayne, in that episode. Why is it every week you bring me, like, a fucking walking broom and shit? What is your deal? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Devin, explain to me, when you went into the house, the Tinkerer's house, your immediate response was, "Let's like, there's I lay out a room, I lay out, you know, like, robots and doors that could leave places, and you went, I want to go upstairs. It's the first place I want to go. Like, what was behind that decision? <clears throat> So my thing is like we're on it. We're doing the thing that I crave so much. Like I want to be on an adventure, and I'm waiting for the bottom to drop out of whatever it is for this like this gigantic story that I'm going to be a part of to open up. I'm craving it, and so the tinker is the goal. And if I don't see him on the first floor, well, he's got to be upstairs. So let's go. Let's go get him. He's got answers. It's definitely not the brains of the operation. Told you, dude. Orc, super simple. <laughs> That's I don't even think that's what it is. Like, I think that it's just, like, ingrained in his life. That it's like, um... Oh, God. Where is Yuffie from in Final Fantasy VII? Yeah, the ninja? The, the island? Yeah. 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 The island? I can't remember the name. It's the name, it's the name of that island. When you go there, what's your objective? Go up. I guess that's and that's in like pretty much every RPG in the history of time. It's like you enter a building; it's multi-leveled. What do you do? Well, well the boss is on the top floor, so I guess I'm going to go up. Well, here's the problem yeah. with that is because I, my, and you guys play enough RPGs to know that you you clear the first floor of all because there's going to be treasure somewhere, and then you go to the second floor and you you circle around. And then, you, but I didn't do that. I was just like in this. I just there might be treasures here, but my character as an orc doesn't care about that. He cares about the adventure that's in it, okay. like the story that's going to come yeah, from it. I would think somebody from a battle school would have more tactical decision-making than just go to point B, right? Like, that doesn't that doesn't seem to me like it's... And especially you being a military person, but like think about Atlas going to a battle school. Like, wouldn't he think to clear the area he's like... Yeah, but uh, but nothing has told us that this is going to be dangerous. There hasn't been True, anything that's signified. Yeah, it was also performed at B and E as well. No, we, we asked the door and it let us in. And yeah, the did. door let us in. Yeah, but we didn't break anything. House. This is that's still like that's okay. You're not breaking. You're at this point entering. You're trespassing at best. We're not trespassing. We got permission from the anthropological. Door. The door. <laughs> the door. Listen, yeah. listen, Zelda. You go into the house and talk to people. Pokemon, you go into the house. You don't have You just go in. Okay? This also isn't either of those things. It could be if you'd let it. Yeah, <laughs> you just, if you just open up your heart, it could be. That's true. So, but anyway, yeah. So, like, the door says, 
Come on in. And then we go in. No, sure the door says creak, creak. The cow so, says moo, moo. <laughs> so we go in. And so it's speaking a of that. Place. And so there's, there's stuff all over the ground I would expect, like a tinker to have those things. So I did not uh, perceive any danger immediately. I was just like, let's go talk to this guy. He's, he's going to have the adventure that's going to, it's going to break open with him. But it doesn't. Not yet. It did a little bit. It will in the end when we have to fight him again. Ah. As the final boss. And he's in a Gundam wing that he built. Let's talk about that for a second. You boys know he's coming back, right? <laughs> oh, With he's e- super, yeah. Episode 400. <laughs> when we have to go back to get the hammer instead of the loot. No, no, no. The episode 400 in the beginning of episode 400 is when we are finally slain by the Tinkerer, yeah. which resets the clock, and then we wake up and we get the hammer again. But... You guys know that's happening, right? And you didn't, you just couldn't let it happen. You couldn't just let me deal with the problem. <laughs> what I think is funny is like, as much as we talk about this, and Dwayne's just like, haha, like laughing it off, and he is, and I think it's not going to happen serious. because we're talking about it. It is actually going to happen. For the record, I did not say that at all. That's true. That was definitely Atlas, Atlas to um, say, hey, we shouldn't kill this guy. Yeah, in fact, you were saying. Okay, let's kill this guy, but we also have to kill the door. You actually yeah. had it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. We don't have to well, deal with it. It's a witness. <laughs> Does the door have eyes, or is it just talking? I guess I didn't... We I... were never given a good description of that, but, yeah, I, but, but, no, but I did bring the tinkerer to the door and say, hey, who is this guy? Because I wanted to confirm his identity with the door, and the door said, that's the tinkerer. So it had some means by which to distinguish his identity. Yeah. Did he have, like, googly eyes? So I, I, just... always, pictured, I always pictured the door... And Alice in Wonderland. No, um, I always picture the door as. Do you guys remember Face from Nickelodeon Junior? Yes. I Hi there, Face here. The door as like a oh, yes. like door, yes. and then just literally Face on that. You're taking me way back. So Why didn't you just say that? I would have identified with the door so much more. Yeah, I wouldn't have wanted to murder it. I yeah. don't know. I didn't think like when you. So here's the fucked up part: when I build out these stories. And the pictures in my head, unless I like spent time to like really write the scene out, like because you can tell when we're playing, like some of these are more scripted descriptions and setups. It, no, like, I can tell because you go, wait a second, fuck what I just said, and then you read from a script yeah, that you've written. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so those pieces uh, really cut behind the curtain here. Um, those pieces, they're really well done, and then the other stuff is like, oh, dude, that's what I have in my head, but I don't in the middle like. Who knows what's fucking happening? And then I then like lose some good description. Like some of the character descriptions you guys have aren't 100% accurate or full because like shit just happens. Like I know I didn't explain the priest to the best of my ability either. Or like Taringa's gender. Yeah, that's been pretty fluid. I mean, I'm pretty sure like the <laughs> race of her is probably not something you guys remember. Elf? Uh, I do remember it was a half elf. Oh, winner, winner, winner. You were half right. Uh, Face! Alex. Oh, um, so it's a, it's a half human. I listen to our podcast a lot. <laughs> he does. Uh, in episode 6, uh, at 27 minutes and 36 seconds, uh, the race is noted as half of nerd. It's not super far off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, that's right, because 7 and 8 are in Tinker. I just super made that up. That'd be crazy. Episode 6 is where you guys, like, really interact with you guys, I think. That's, that's mm. when you guys turn, um, 
Renoir in. Yeah, that's true. There's Kyle Renoir. I have to note that one of the things we're going to work on, uh, and I'm trying to find more and more time, is to write fiction to our website that we're building. Um, I've already done a little bit of that. Most of that's backstory or like legends in the world, but some of that is current event stuff. Um, so I don't know that you guys have even read some of those Instagram posts, but um, it's read them all. I definitely got yeah the Renoir one. Yeah, there's one about Renoir. Um, speaking of that, I think this is as good as time as any to actually bring it up. Um, I know we're kind of going to wait until episode ten is kind of like the episode ten release, but um, Alex and I have actually been writing the story for the Lawful Stupid Graphic Novel, which is going to be a collaboration between Punch Chinsky and Taringa Toons for the illustration. Then we've come up with all the uh, all the dialogue and the, the story. And so you can expect that to be on shelves. 2027? No, 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 no. You're, you're, thinking, you're thinking of the novelization. Um, oh, so it's going to be February of 2018. It's very soon. <laughs> yeah. So uh, next one. It's been in works for a while. Oddly enough, before, before we, we recorded, record the episodes, we yeah. Recorded, yeah. <laughs> Which is, so they, there's a little bit of a difference. Um, for yeah. example, uh, Turinga is an eagle. Yep. In this story, and Kristoff uh, actually is um, uh, he's space. Mm-hmm. He's the concept of space. And, uh, well, no, it's like Pokemon, right? So. Kristoff uh, is, is the embodiment of space, and then uh, Rowan is the embodiment of obviously time, and yeah. uh, this way sees the future, and then Atlas uh, is obviously the embodiment of of the land. Of the land, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Matter. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think also in that retelling, uh, Oxbane banned dancing because of how dangerous it was for the town. They also banned oxes. That's Oxen. true. <laughs> And in fact, in the in the novel, it's Oxbane, <laughs> not Oxbane. Is the town it's, name? It's it's so actually fourteen separate books in a row uh, of just detailed ox life. <laughs> yeah, it's true. All it's of the it. worst. I like to think of them all as in parallel. Second, right? They're in fact oh, all yeah. happening at the same time. Like right. Oxbane, one, two, three, four. You actually, if you look. Instantly. In in the background of some of the some of the um, the pictures, you'll see some of the panels. You'll actually see uh, art from the books previous. Yeah, and also and, like we don't have the main story in any of the books. It's all in the background, so you have to pay attention to the background to get the actual story of everything. It's really the story of our podcast as told from the viewpoint of frightened sl- being slaughtered oxen. Yeah. So far, it hasn't interacted with any of the characters. Um, no, the whole bandit the scene, everything's gone. Life. Yeah. Um, you actually, you do catch a little bit of um, some of that political intrigue from an ox that strayed from its grazing pattern and was hanging out um, outside of the castle before it was recognized by the guards and promptly slaughtered as, as is the law. <laughs> yeah, as oxen are. You know what I have loved so far out of the podcast is Kristoff's character. So here's something I've struggled with with your character, Shane. Um, when you flat out lie about the Arcane Wars, like, <laughs> I have like, I'll correct you. And then I was like, I, I've, I've mentally made a note to stop correcting you um, on things that you don't know because I want you to just like fucking spread misinformation to the yeah. players as well and the audience. Um so that yeah. actually, I want to tell the backstory on that if yeah, I can. Go ahead. 
So before we played uh, anything for the recordings for the podcast, we wanted to practice and give an example of our characters. We played enough D and D before. We really well, practice it was to knock out like what what our party comp would look like in combat, and to see like what our character voices would be and things like that, which we well, still yeah. didn't have nailed Can by I episode. Pause you and say we did that to knock out combat. Devin still didn't know he had rage at level. That's one. fair. So I don't know yeah. what that achieved. Oh, you just edit that out of this live video. You can't. Um. That could have been a worse time to pause. So we played. <laughs> you, you I'm sorry. Died, so sorry. You froze. Yeah. We played the lost chapter of Lawful Stupid, in which we uh, journeyed through some. It was uh, in the past. Maybe we don't really know when it took place, but um, we were uh, hearing about these arcane wars. And just because I didn't think Dwayne had any sort of story backed up, or we, there was actually a narrative involved here, I decided to go ahead and make my character, Kristoff uh, Shindo, a, uh, a master. Uh, of the arcane wars and just be like oh yes i'm very well known with the scholarly readings and uh this happened and and, and just kind of facilitate that and, and Dwayne rolled with it because we were kind of making it up as we went along so i was like yeah yeah, yeah that's uh, cool and then so we, we we went forward and so i decided to carry that trait into the actual game where it is lore rich and there's a background things are cemented and in, in, in fact of this world i was like oh yes the arcade wars i remember when the great god of sunrise yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey tanner thanks for watching uh thanks for jumping Tanker on tanner my boy i love you burr, burr, burr. he's a, he's a mercy man on overwatch there's that Oh, is that oh, your brother? man. Yeah. Hey. Lamborghini He's going to love it. He's laughing right now. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't help but laugh every time Shane says that. Yeah. Every time he's like, oh. It's like you immediately go, oh. <laughs> oh, yes. The Arcane Wars. <laughs> Oh, I, I love recall. that the Arcane Wars are... It feels like you guys regard them as a joke, which I love even more. Like, <laughs> when you guys reference it, and you guys are like, Oh, the Arcane Wars, of course! This is being brought up again. Well, anything that's, like, shrouded in mystery, it's like, Oh, Rowan's backstory? Oh, yeah, it was lost in the Arcane Wars. Like, that's yeah. why we don't know about it. Like, it's, it's pretty much like uh, anything could have been obscured by the Arcane yeah, that's uh, true. Like, oh yeah, what was that NPC's name again? Oh, it was lost in the Arcane Wars. Now he is known as the Nameless One. <laughs> Say his name three times into a mirror and he shows up again. But it's lost, so good luck. <laughs> oh man, that's funny. That's yeah, good okay. stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. good podcast. <laughs> it's been it's been super interesting um, having you guys like stumble through the world and see how you interact with it. Um, stumble through. Oh, I think we've, we've glided through. Well, I'm interested to see where we go in this next episode, because we just, I mean, we've gone to Riverside now. Um, uh, if you have, it's, it's in the next episode. I won't give away too much, but we're going to Riverside. So it's a new place for us to be in, uh, and I feel like we're going to be at for a while, or it's going to maybe take us to a place where I, my character, Alice, is like, so desperately wanting in the adventure like i just I, he feels it in his bones i don't know if that's what's gonna happen but i'm i'm ready to play again to get this next few sessions out right god we left on such a cliffhanger mm. Mm. 
Mm. All the things I remember about our podcast, I don't remember where we left off. Um, yeah, there's a thing. There were some kids that had gone missing. I remember we went to the place that we didn't want to be, so we weren't there anymore. And then we went to a different place for a reason. Mm, oh, yeah, because because the lady who knew the thing. Yeah, the with face with the scars that I was like. Mm-hmm. She's Fire Nation. Oh yeah, you Prince Zuko. Prince yeah. Zuko Fire Nation. It's all Princess Zuko. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I played the Ocarina of Time. And his father was very mean and just he burned Oh his face. yeah, and then we found out the Lost Legend of the Arcane Wars. That's a beautiful sex. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And now Thanks we know every, and now we know everything that happened. And... and the Tinkerer blows the world up and moves to Mars. Well, first of all, the Tinkerer can't survive on Mars because he can't even build robots because they're Chinsky's robots. Yeah, exactly. Like he was a terrible Tinkerer, I guess. He was the worst Tinkerer. He made like Tinker toys. I'm pretty sure he just made like clacking teeth that you wound up. You know, <laughs> That's gonna be his next ultimate attack, right when you guys fire him. Bites, you, bites your face clean off. <laughs> There's just like this arcane set of uh, magic missile style, like chomping teeth, and you're like, "Well, what do you do? Oh, it auto hits. I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell you. You take one uh, d10." As a reaction, damage. I catch. As a reaction, I catch shield. Hey, I, do you think God, do you think we should automatically give Palastro a set of dice for still listening to us this long? I feel like we should automatically give. That person or love? Yeah. Okay. All right. Do it right now on screen. Boom. Uh, oh, I gotta figure. Uh, oh no! No, he no, did a weird thing. <laughs> he left. He left the chat. <laughs> okay. So, uh, okay, that's we're just gonna call it. It's been an hour of rambling. Um, this has been interesting. The next time we do this, if we do this next time, it will be more structured because I will make Devin structure it. Um, it'll be super awesome. I'll have like a real Q&A instead of us just being like, you know what, the thing that we did in that place was really great. Yeah, it'll I be will. like um, Conan O'Brien. Oh, yeah. Hey, everybody, thanks for coming to the show. Uh, Worst yeah. Conan. Oh, all right, so that's, that's great. Thanks for listening. Um, Where can they find us? They know. They already know. It's right there. Yeah, probably. it's right there. You're the watching it. That's why I built it that way. Yeah. That's why I did that thing. So, I'm just going to play us out. And slowly mute your volume, and slowly raise the ex- outro volume. And by slowly, I mean play. rapidly. Yep. Oh, you guys are super muted. It's great. <laughs>